welcome to Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly podcast. When we gather in, we're gathering in to fellowship. We're gathering in to take prayer requests, to get into the word, the gospel of peace. We are here to gather in to exalt the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And as we meet, as you come in and check and see what we're up to, we will get to share testimony of God's glory in our lives and in others' lives to encourage one another and to lift one another up in time of need. So we thank you for joining us at this Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly broadcast, and we hope to see you again soon. Blessings and shalom to you. given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary, no evil, or curse. 1 Kings 5.4 The book of Judges, translated as Deliverers, shows us that God's mercy in delivering Israel from her enemies. The result was that the land had to rest, and when the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, The Lord raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel, who delivered them, even Othaniel, the son of Canaz, Caleb's younger brother. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel, and went out to war. And the Lord delivered the king of Mesopotamia into his hand, and his hand prevailed against it. And the land had rest for forty years. And Anithiel, the son of Kenaz, died. And that's Judges 3, verses 9 through 11. Also, Judges 3, verse 30 says, So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel, and the land had rest for 80 years. And then Judges 5, 31 says, Let us, let all your enemies perish, O Lord. But let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in its full strength. So the land had rest for 40 years. So these scriptures are bringing us to the understanding that God wants us to be able to rest from our enemies. And that rest is a place of peace. There should be no fear surrounding the ministry of deliverance for you or even for someone else. Fear is what the enemy uses to keep us from seeking deliverance and being set free to find rest in Christ. That day that you can be set free from all your spiritual enemies and then be equipped to stay free in a good day. Deliverance is designed to bring you rest. Deliverance from demons will bring you into a rest. Now sometimes that deliverance is from emotional attachments. Um, The demonic likes to attach to traumas or emotions or memories or people and God wants to set us free from that, that we would um, recognize it and understand and triumph over it through the blood of Jesus Christ and that is a process that's not something that's done overnight that is an understanding as God teaches us uh, how this deliverance thing works for our own personal lives and and um, how it affects other people we begin to find strength in understanding how not one of us is immune from a need of prayers of deliverance. All of us struggle with hurts and pains in and, and the past, and we're all uh, putting it behind us and moving forward. We're all being healed and delivered. 
So rest is peace, and that is shalom. And it's prosperity, but that's a spiritual prosperity. Of course, God wants us to have this in physical ways as well, to be made whole uh, of shalom in our health and body, mind, and spirit. And that prosperity being in the physical and the spiritual. Peace is an all-inclusive word. It encompasses so much. From prosperity, to safety, to health, to protection, to fruitfulness, and even abundance. According to the Hebrew definition, we can substitute the word prosperity in place of peace, in place of shalom. Religion has conditioned us to believe that our life is full of trouble and that day by day that we will that when we go to heaven, then we will have peace and rest from our enemies. But peace and rest is not just for heaven. It's for here and now on earth. It is not something that's coming one day. It's here. It's for your taking. Christ Jesus wants to be your Prince of Peace. And he wants to dwell in the deepest places of your heart through the person of the Holy Spirit. And his peace is a supernatural peace. It's not something that can be bought or given by man. This peace is a peace that's already been done through Christ Jesus. And all we have to do is walk in faith and receive it and it becomes ours. Our days should not be full of trouble. And that doesn't mean that trouble's not going to come, okay? All of us know that we're not, you know, we don't have perfect lives. We can have perfect faith, but we don't have per- perfect lives. And our Savior is our rescuer, our deliverer, the one who sets us free. He is the one that gives us peace through the storm and through every circumstance and season of our life. So we must stand up. And tell the trouble to go. We do not have to live a life of worry or anxiety. Peace is ours. It belongs to us. Prosperity is ours. Even when trouble comes, it should not take away your peace. Peace is what you is is what you have as a saint of God. That's through Christ Jesus. The gospel of peace is that that came through Christ Jesus. And he died so that we could experience the shalom of God. The chastisement, the price of our peace was upon him. He was beaten. He was crucified. He was hated so that we could have peace. He took all of that. All who believe and come under the rule of Messiah can have peace. We can have prosperity and live in safety. And all the evil beasts will be driven out from our lives. This is to not be tormented by any devils in body, mind, or spirit. The, the body, you know, torment comes through afflictions and infirmities. The mind afflictions come through torment and lies and deceit. And the spiritual comes in the form of of depression, oppression, and suppression, and that is um, a heaviness and a weightiness that prevents us from being free and feeling that freedom. You will have the blessing of God as a guarantee because of Christ's covenant. When he died on the cross, it was a covenant of peace, of salvation, and it belongs to the saints of God. So no matter how bad the news gets, no matter how bad the enemy resists, no no matter how bad the enemy tries to push, we have authority. We have peace through our Prince of Peace. And that's what God has for us. That is our portion. No matter what goes on, you can say, Jehovah Shalom, God of Peace. You are my peace. You can invoke that in prayer. You are my prosperity. You are the one who gives me shalom. I refuse to be tormented by the devil. I refuse to be vexed, harassed, oppressed. I refuse to be poor or broken. 
I refuse not to have the peace of God because Christ was chastised for my peace. I am a saint of God. I am in covenant. I have a right to peace. I can walk in that covenant. A thousand may fall by my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but not that will not draw nigh to me because I have a covenant of peace, of shalom. That part right there is a confession. It's a confession of a saint of God that you serve the God of Shalom. That it is your portion. And and there was scripture in there. And these are declarations. It's taking and speaking your authority. Taking your authority is, is just as much as standing as it is speaking. So if you call yourself a child of God, but you don't experience the peace and the rest, and your life is surrounded by a lot of strife and confusion, there's something going on. God wants to help you with that. He wants you to be aware of who you are in Him and the authority that He has given to you and this arsenal of weapons that He's equipped you in so that you could fight and win back your peace. Peace is your right as a child of God. Sometimes we can get caught up in the strife. Sometimes begin, we begin to think that it's normal to have those type of scenarios every day and those problems. Sometimes we even think that we're living less, uh, we're, we're not living unless it's hard. But that's not what Christ died for. He didn't die for us to have strife every day. We have to be able to come to a place of peace. And sometimes that pathway has to be cleared out so that we can see it. And that pathway is in Christ Jesus. Come to me, all you who are struggling and all burdened, and I will give you rest. That is Matthew 11:28. God gives us rest from our enemies and turns our sorrow into joy. Esther Chapter 9, verse 22 says this, As the days wherein the Jews rested from their enemies, and the month which has turned into them from sorrow to joy, from mourning into a good day, that they might make them days of fasting and joy and sending portions to one another and gifts to the poor. God gave David rest from his enemies. It says that in Samuel 2, I'm sorry, 2 Samuel 7, verse 1. And it came to pass, when the king sat in the house, and the Lord had given him rest about from all his enemies, Jesus delivered a man from a demon on the Sabbath day in the synagogue when you read Mark. Uh, chapter 1 verse 21 and 25 the sabbath is a picture of rest that is found in christ jesus loosed the woman from satan's power on the sabbath too which is luke 13 16 you can have a good life you can have a life of freedom day by day so as we search out these tools that god has given us and these weapons that we need to command good days in our life we're going to be at peace we're going to be full of blessings and prosperity we will be fortified and empowered to speak blessings and prosperity even on our neighbors our troubled family members our co-workers we will then not only have peace in our life but we will become peacemakers Prosperous people are peaceful people. They are blessed and they have more than enough. They love life and they see good days. They criticize citizens. They they are, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> they are citizens of the heavenly kingdom of God because they have been redeemed from the curses of sin and death. The Lord has also commanded peace and rest towards you and I. He has established a victory for us over all the powers of the enemy. 
demons are enemies and they are enemies of peace they're enemies of joy they're enemies of health and they're enemies of prosperity deliverance will give us rest spiritual warfare will give the, us the training the strategy and the endurance so that we can continue to live this life in abundance under the covenant of blessings of God remember John 10 10 says the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy but the Lord Jesus Christ comes to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly and so we want to understand these blessings of deliverance of our everyday life sometimes when we hear the word deliverance we think that it's this huge unknown you know traumatic violent experience and that's not always the case sometimes God just wants to deliver us of, of thoughts he wants to deliver us of mindsets or or false doctrines maybe he wants to deliver us of a toxic relationship you know maybe he wants to deliver us of tra traumatic memories these are all things that the enemy wants to throw at us in our life he wants to open the door to torment to cause pain to kill still and destroy but we have to remain in understanding that God has so much more for us than that and that's not the way that he wants us to live our life and we can break free from that so let's pray Abba Father we just thank you we thank you for the blood of the Lamb, your only begotten Son. We thank you for the work that he did on the cross so that we could live a life of freedom and liberty and peace and joy. Lord, we know that sometimes things happen in our life that we don't even understand. But that's not an open door for the enemy to torment us. It's an opportunity, God, for your word to be true. As it says in Romans 8:28, that you'll work all things out for our good. Lord, we don't always have to understand every circumstance of our life, but what we can understand, Lord, is that we can hang on to the promises of your word, that faith, hope, and trust in your ability to see us through every storm, every tribulation, every season of our life, Lord, that we can trust in your word that you want to bring us to a place of rest as we read those scriptures at the beginning we were reading about how you wanted rest for your people even after attack from the enemy lord and so i ask and pray lord that you would continue to teach us guide us lead us open up our eyes and our ears of understanding open up the door to our heart lord that we would receive whatever it is that you have for us today in understanding this deliverance process of body mind and spirit and how that is different for each person as we're all experiencing different things at different times lord as the enemy tries to cast a shadow of darkness or fear or even anxiety across this nation and into the world right now lord we can trust in you that you're going to strengthen us for battle you are going to set us free from the enemy's grip lord and so not only will we learn strategies and tactics of the battlefield and walking in our authority, Lord, we want to be reminded of who we are in your kingdom and what benefits come to us as a child of God. And so we thank you for those promises, Lord. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray, amen. wanting to give us rest from our enemies but we touched briefly on the fact that God wants us to know who we are in his kingdom and so we're going to talk a little bit about affirmations in Christ it's affirming who we are in the kingdom of God and we don't want to do this by guesswork we want to do this by what it says in the word of God 
Those words of truth are so powerful in the pulling down of strongholds in our life against our own identity in Christ. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be reading statements and I'm going to read the scripture, number, and location so that if one of these um, touches your heart and you really feel tugged in your spirit to, to look up that verse and begin to decree it over your life and your circumstance, I want you to be able to do that. As you're listening in to these affirmations and these scriptures, uh, what they're based on, um, be mindful and sensitive to what Holy Spirit is doing. If you began to cry during some of these, then I want you to pause the video and, and you know, go back a little bit and re-listen to it so that you can write down the scripture number. If you feel agitated, if you feel any response, if you feel excited, like, wow, I really understand, that one really hit me home, I want you to be able to take notes and um, allow Holy Spirit to guide you in this because it, it can be uh, very enlightening. Sometimes Holy Spirit will, um, will allow you to, uh, to feel more deeply on that so that you know the Lord can really fine-tune what's going on and so each statement that I am going to read is going to be a statement of affirmation of who you are in Christ and then right after that I'll only read the scripture location so that you can okay so strength and hope it comes from the word it comes through Christ Jesus our faith is built by hearing the Word of God and that is the very foundation of our belief system we heard by faith we believed by faith and we're safe by faith we center all things in the word so our confidence is in the word our boldness is in the word our courage and our trust is in the word and the warfare is through the words and the promises of God you know the enemy wants to kill still and destroy he wants to tear down our identity that we would feel like we don't have purpose or worth or even value and all those things are determined by God not the enemy and so God wants us to know the truth of who we are so that we can speak them faithfully into our life and over our life and there's nothing wrong with prophesying into your life and so confessing these things um, is so powerful and I can tell you from my own experience that you know part of the reason that I uh, put this together and, and looked for these was because um, I needed to be reminded I was tired of the enemy lying to me and telling me I wasn't ever going to do anything or be anything or, or accomplish anything. And, you know, I found my purpose in Christ where I felt like I had made a lot of mistakes and, and failed in a lot of areas in my personal life. God began to really bring uh, a change of outlook and a change of heart into my life. And I can say that these I am affirmations really impacted me as I spoke them into my own life. So I'm going to read these as a statement, as I'm affirming myself. And don't be afraid to speak these yourself over your own life. It's okay to claim them because these are scriptural. Every single one of them is backed up by a scripture, okay? So here we go. I have been healed. Isaiah 53, 5. I am the salt of the earth. Matthew 5, 13. I am the light of the world. Matthew 5, 14. I am commissioned to make disciples. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. 
I am a child of God. John 1, 12. I have eternal life. John 10, 27. I have been given peace. John 14, 27. I am a true... I am part of the true vine, a channel of God's life, a Christ's life. John 15, 1 and John 15, 5. I am clean. John 15, 3. I am Christ's friend. John 15, 15. I am chosen and appointed by Christ to bear his fruit. John 15, 16. I have been given glory. John 17, 22. I have been justified, completely forgiven, and made righteous. Romans 5, 1. I've died with Christ and died to the power of sin's rule over my life. Romans 6, 1 through 6. I am a slave of righteousness. Romans 6, 18. I am free from sin and enslaved to God. Romans 6, 22. I am free forever from condemnation. Romans 8, 1. I am a son of God. God is spiritually my father. Romans 8, 14 and 15. And Galatians 3, 26. I am joint heir with Christ, sharing in his inheritance with him. Romans 8:17 I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me Romans 8:37 I have faith Romans 8 I'm sorry Romans 12:3 I have been sanctified and called to holiness 1 Corinthians 1:2 I have been given grace in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 4 I have been placed into Christ by God's doing. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30 I have received the Spirit of God into my life that I might know the things freely given to me by God. 1 Corinthians 2.12 I have been given a mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. I am a temple, a dwelling place of God. His spirit and his life dwells in me. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 6, verse 19. I am united with the Lord and I am one with spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. I have been bought with a price. I am not my own. I belong to God. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. I am called. 1 Corinthians 7, 17. That's the first part of those that are describing who you are in Christ. So let's pray and we'll do, we'll do two more parts, okay? We're going to do this in three parts. And so this was the first part of that. Abba Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word that tells us our worth and value and purpose in your kingdom, O oh God. I ask and pray, Lord, that you would strengthen us in our identity in you, that we would come to uh, understanding and a wisdom and a knowledge. Lord, that the enemy and the demonic have no right to tell us who we are and what's good and what's not good. Lord, they don't have a leg to stand on. Lord, we're covered by the blood of Christ, your Son, that gave his life for us, Lord. Lord, help us to understand that we have a greater purpose in your kingdom that we could ever have anywhere else, Lord. And that through you, Lord, we can be restored, renewed, revived. We can be rebuilt and recovered. We can have things redone, Lord, that you will renew us in every way. Lord, I pray that you would help us to surrender these areas of our life that may need uh, a shining up, Lord, that the enemy has uh, 
controlled the narrative too long. The enemy has spoken into our life way too long, Lord. We are surrendering this part of our life, Lord, to you and ask that you would reveal and uncover our identity in your kingdom, Lord. We just want to be your children. We want to be called blessed and highly favored. We want identity as heavenly citizens, Lord, with eternal life. Lord, we want to be co-laboring in your kingdom. And that comes with our identity, Lord. We have to know who we are in you and how much you love us, Lord. We don't want to be lied to or manipulated. We don't want to be oppressed or pushed down, Lord. We just want to know the truth. And we thank you, Lord, for your word that's teaching us that. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach's name I pray. Amen. be talking about uh, our identity this is part two here and part of that uh, finding our identity in Christ is finding peace we've talked about that already um, and we're going to read a few scriptures that talk about peace and then we're going to make a few declarations and we're going to go right back into affirmations of who we are in Christ Psalms 29:11 The Lord will give us strength to his people. The Lord will bless the people with peace. Proverbs 12:20 Deceit is in the heart of those who imagine evil, but to counselors of peace is joy. Romans 12:18 If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Colossians 3:15 Let the peace of God to whom also you call are called in one body rule in your hearts. James 3:18 The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. First Peter 5:7 Cast all your care upon him because he cares for you. And so let's make a few declarations. Some of these are based on the scriptures that we just read. I seek to live in law and peace with the Lord. The Lord will bless me with his peace, and I will go above and beyond to live at peace with all people. Lord, I believe that you will give me beauty for ashes, and I will receive strength for instead of fear for the future. And Lord... Thank you for saturating my heart with the oil of gladness. I choose to put on the garment of praise instead of to being in a spirit of mourning and heaviness. Your presence brings peace to my soul. Jesus, you are my Prince of Peace, and I speak peace into every raging storm in my life. I speak to the storm of fear. I speak peace to the storms of confusion. I speak peace into my heart and my mind and that it would surpass all understanding and reasoning. God of peace, crush Satan under my feet and cast down every imagination and high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of you, God. And I repent for every evil imagination. I receive the peace and the joy of the Lord and I will not be ruled by worry, fear or anxiety i decree that my life is ruled by the god of peace and the god of peace rules in my heart let the kingdom of god come into my life and let every righteousness and peace and joy be filled in my life thy will be done and thy kingdom come in jesus name i pray amen wow so that was just a little start to get us going on these affirmations of who we are in christ we're reminding ourselves of our cause, our purpose, our value, and our strength, which is in the Lord. And they're all based on scriptures. And I'll make sure that I read the scripture location after the statement. And take notes if you need to. 
as Holy Spirit may tug on your heart as we're reading through these, okay? I am a member of the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians 12, 27 and Ephesians 5, 30. I am victorious through Christ Jesus, 1 Corinthians 12, 57. I have been established, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ, and I have been given the Holy Spirit as a pledge and guarantee of my inheritance to come, 1 Corinthians 1, 21, and Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. I am led by God in triumphal procession, 2 Corinthians 2.14 I am to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing, 2 Corinthians 2.15 I am being changed into the likeness of Christ, 2 Corinthians 3.18 Since I have died, I no longer live for myself, but for Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.14 and 15 I am a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5.17 I am reconciled to God, and I am a minister of reconciliation, 2 Corinthians 5.18 and 19 I have been made righteous, 2 Corinthians 5.21 I am given strength in exchange for weakness, 2 Corinthians 12.10 I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I am now living is Christ's life. Galatians 2.20 I am a son of God and one in Christ. Galatians 3.26 and Galatians 3.28 I am Abraham's seed, an heir of the promise. Galatians 3.29 I am an heir of God since I am a son of God. Galatians 4, verse 6 and 7. I am a saint. Ephesians 1, 1. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1, 2. Philippians 1, 1. And Colossians 1, 2. I have been blessed and with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians 1, 3. I was chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blame before him. Ephesians 1, 4. I was predestined, determined by God to be adopted as his, as his son. Ephesians 1, 5. I have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1, 13. I have been redeemed and forgiven and I am a recipient of his lavish grace. Wow! Praise God! And I have been made alive together in Christ, and both of those are Ephesians 2, 5. I have been raised up and seated with Christ in heaven, Ephesians 2, 6. I am the workmanship, the handiwork, born anew in Christ to do his work, Ephesians 2, 10. I have direct access to God through the Spirit, Ephesians 2:18. I am a fellow citizen with the rest of God's family, Ephesians 2:19. I may approach God with boldness and freedom and confidence, Ephesians 3:12. I am righteous and holy, Ephesians 4:24. I am a citizen of heaven, seated in heaven right now. Philippians 3.20, Ephesians 2.6 I am capable, Philippians 4.13 Wow! So that was part two of the affirmations. We have one more part to go. But let's pray. Let's pray before we go forward. Abba Father, these scriptures and these declarations and affirmations, God, of who we are in you and, and that we can have peace in you, Lord, they're so fulfilling. They're so vibrantly alive. And Lord, we thank you that we can experience that, that move of your Holy Spirit in the midst as we read them, Lord. 
we feel like we're being filled with a greater portion of your spirit, Lord, as we affirm ourselves in you. Lord, teach us and guide us to understand that any time that we feel uh, pushed down, broken down, or even broken hearted, Lord, that we can be reminded of how great uh, that you are God and how you see us, Lord, and that when we speak these affirmations and affirming ourselves in you, Lord, you are waiting and watching over those words to open them and blossom them into our lives, Lord. We don't just want to read it and see it. We want to believe it and receive it. We want to experience it, oh God. We want them to come alive into our heart, Lord. We thank you, oh God, that your word is like a living water. Your word is like a living bread. Your word is like the living tree of life, oh Lord. That you go, you go through so much. You have gone through so much to give us everything that we need, Lord, to stay alive and well in your kingdom, oh Lord. We thank you for tearing down every stronghold of the enemy, for demolishing every lie and manipulation of the enemy that comes against us to try to discourage us, to try to uh, create doubt or unbelief even, Lord. We don't want to sin against what your word says, Lord. We want to believe wholeheartedly. We want to believe with everything that we have and everything that we are, Lord, and that your words are true and that we were chosen, that we are the light, that we are healed, that we are sealed, Lord, and that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. So, Lord, we thank you. We glorify you. We praise you. We exalt you, Lord. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, name I pray. Amen. three of identity, affirming yourself and who you are in Christ. Part of that is um, living confidently in the Lord and having faith, hope, and trust in Him to um, make these things happen in your life. It's not we that make ourselves right, it's God that makes us and keeps us. We know where our hope is comes from. We know who the lifter of our head is, and we know in whom we serve. And so part of uh, walking in the boldness, in that confidence, is knowing who we are in Christ. And so let's read a few scriptures and uh, speak some declarations over who we are, and then we will go into the, the part three, the last part of the affirmations. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 7. I can do all things because of Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13. Therefore do not throw away your confidence, which will be greatly rewarded. Hebrews 10:35. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 1 John 5.14 So, Abba Father, we will move forward as you heal us and you lead us, even if we don't have all the details figured out. Confidence, Lord, is a choice, and that confidence is in you. We will seek the biblical confidence today in the name of Jesus. Lord, you bless us, and we find confidence in you. And that confidence brings abundance, it brings steadfastness, it brings boldness, and it brings consistency. Lord, we will live out our confidence based on our reliance in you, based on our trust and hope in you. 
Because of Christ, we can confidently approach your throne, Lord, with faith. And we will use our God-given gifts, and we will let the success of our life be a a gift of your confidence, Lord, that you will gift us, you will propel us forward, you will make us a woman of action, Lord, like the Naomi's, like the Ruth's, like the Hannah's, like the Esther's and the Anna's and the Deborah's. Oh Lord, we will confidently and distinctively make decisions at your leading God, that you will place yourself in front of us as our front guard and you will be behind us as our rear guard, Lord, that we can approach your throne with confidence and that you are going to help us to live in that confidence in your ability to keep us, Lord. That confidence is about relying on you, God. It's about your glory and we will continue to trust in you. It is better that we trust in you than put our confidence in man. We're learning that, Lord, as we look around at our very own nation, Lord, that they need you too. Lord, we need to place our trust in you before all things. Lord, we put our confidence in you, we place our trust in you, and we keep our right foot forward in the name of Jesus, that we would find refuge in you always, and that we will not fear man, but that we will fear you, Lord, that we will have a strong confidence. Father, we declare that you are God over all things in our life. You are a God of rescue, salvation, deliverance, peace, prosperity, O God. You are the one that made us, Lord, and that we are your vessels. We have confidence, God, until the ends of the earth. Lord, we thank you that you are the light of our salvation and that we will not fear and we will put our confidence in you first and foremost above all things. Lord, we are made strong in our weakness through you because you are our strength. By the power of your might, you sustain us, Lord. We will not be intimidated by men. We will not be intimidated by spiritual wickedness, Lord, but that we will have a true encounter with you, God, a true and living God, and that you will not throw away, we will not throw away our confidence, and you will not throw away your promises, Lord. Help us to be steadfast in your word and that we would have great reward as we ponder and stay in your word, Lord. May our greatest desire be that very will of your word. Lord, may the greatest confidence be found in your will, Lord, as we read in your word that our cause, our will, our purpose, our value, our worth, our identity, are all defined by you, God. You are the one that holds our life together. And for that, we thank you. We come into your presence with a spirit of thanksgiving and praise. And we we are grateful, Lord, for what you have done and what you are going to continue to do. So, Lord, we decree and declare your words are true and fruitful and manifest. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's go down the rest of these, this list of affirmations so that we can be reminded of our identity. And remember, if you need to, to write one of the scripture locations down, please do. Be paying attention to any sensitivity of Holy Spirit tugging on your heart as we read any of these, especially if you read one and and you feel like well that's not that uh, that's not right no and if there's any controversy or argument in your thoughts just understand the enemy wants to tear these down these are all based on scripture okay so that means everything that i'm going to be reading is going to be a statement based on what god said that you are in god's kingdom so it's very important to pay attention to what's going on in yourself as we read these, okay? I have been rescued 
from the domain of Satan's rule and transferred into the kingdom of Christ. Colossians 1.13 I have been redeemed and forgiven of all my sins. The debt against me has been canceled. Colossians 1.14 I am blameless and free of accusation. Colossians 1.22 Christ himself is in me. Colossians 1.27 I am firmly rooted in Christ, and now I am being built up in him. Colossians 2.7 I have been made complete in Christ. Colossians 2.10 I have been spiritually circumcised. My old, unregenerate nature has been removed. Colossians 2.11 I have been buried, raised, and made alive in Christ. Colossians 2, 2, I'm sorry, 2, 12, and 13. I died with Christ, and I have been raised up with Christ. My life is now hidden in God. Christ is my life now. Colossians 3, 1 through 4. I am an expression of the life of Christ because he is my life. Colossians 3, 4. I am chosen of God, holy and dearly loved. Colossians 3.12 and 1 Thessalonians 1.4 I am a son of light and not of darkness. 1 Thessalonians 5.5 I have been given the spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. 2 Timothy 1.7 I have been saved and set apart according to God's doing. 2 Timothy 1.9 and also Titus 3, 5. Because I am satisfied, and I am one with the sanctifier, he is not ashamed to call me brother. Hebrews 2, 11. I am a holy partaker of a heavenly calling. Hebrews 3, 1. I am a partaker of Christ. I share life with him. Hebrews 3, 14. I have the right to come boldly before the throne to find mercy and grace in time of need. Hebrew 4, 16. I have been born again. 1 Peter 1, 23. I am one of living, one of God's living stones, being built up in Christ as a spiritual house. 1 Peter 2, 5. I am a member of a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of God's own possession. 1 Peter 2, 9 and verse 10. I am an alien and a stranger to this world in which I temporarily live. 1 Peter 2, 11. I am an enemy of the devil. 1 Peter 5, 8. I have been given exceedingly great and precious promises by God, by which I am a partaker of God's divine nature. 2 Peter 1, 4. I am forgiven on account of Jesus' name. 1 John 2, 12. I am anointed by God. 1 John 2, 27. I am a child of God, and I resemble Christ when he returns. 1 John 3, verse 1 and 2. I am loved. 1 John 4, verse 10. I am like Christ. 1 John 4, 17. I have life. 1 John 5, 12. I am born of God, and the evil one, the devil, cannot touch me. 1 John 5, 18. I have been redeemed. Revelation 5, 9. Praise the Lord for the truth of the word that gives us spiritual liberty. Let's pray. Abba Father, we thank you. We thank you for everything that you have done in preparation so that we could find our true identity in your kingdom, O Lord. As we were born into this world uh, through our, our mother in her womb, Lord, we were born in to this world. Lord, but as we received Christ as our Savior and we were born into your kingdom, Lord, we had a different birth. And that birth is into our eternal identity, God, in your kingdom that comes through Christ Jesus. 
Oh, Lord, what a glorious day that we were born into your kingdom. Oh, Lord, that, that we would begin to day by day, step by step, to be able to come to the understanding of what it means to be a child of God, Lord, and, and to be able to be partakers of the benefits of your love, your mercy, your grace, and your compassion. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for the grace that's unspeakable. Lord, that joy that's unspeakable. We thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding, O oh Lord. That as we go day by day, Lord, through this world, as we continue to work, as we, we heed the word that says that work while it is daylight, Lord. We are working in your kingdom. We are interceding and lifting up other people, Lord. But we're also continuing to uh, work in uncovering our identity in your kingdom, Lord. We just want to be obedient. We want to be known, oh Lord, in your kingdom. And we want to be in our authority as a child of God. You said that without faith we cannot please you, Lord. And without understanding, how would we know, Lord, what? To do and so Christ Jesus of Nazareth showed us the standard in which way we, we were to go how to walk how to talk how to pray how to conduct ourselves Lord that, that he was perfection we're not perfection Lord but he was perfection and Lord we just want to continue to um, take the identity that we have through Christ Jesus as he bore all of our sins and all of our iniquities, and that we would be healed and delivered, set free. We would be saved and rescued. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for every work that you have done with your hands, Lord. We thank you for every work that you have done supernaturally behind the scenes, oh Lord, that you have, there's nothing new under the sun with you. Lord, that you know everything that we'll ever experience or go through, and you have already prepared for each and every one of us. We thank you for your word that defines who we are, that you are a jealous God, Lord, and that we belong to you. We are your children. You created value and worth. You created and gave purpose and cause, oh Lord. And so we just ask and pray, Lord, that every misunderstanding of who we are would be demolished and removed and uprooted, O oh God. We raise up our shield of faith, Lord, and we decree and declare these words, these declarations, these affirmations of our identity. They are tried and true, and they are from your very word. And Lord, we trust your word more than we trust anything that man can say about us or anything that the enemy can throw at us, Lord. We thank you for making it clear. We thank you for shining your light down upon us, Lord, and blessing us that your face would shine upon us. Oh, God, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory, and thanksgiving. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. identity in Christ, and we, we um, talked about uh, finding peace in Him, we've talked about uh, living confidently in uh, His Word and, and His provision in our identity in His kingdom. We have shared three parts uh, uh, of many scriptures and uh, affirmations of who we are in our identity in Christ's kingdom talked about worth and value and cause and purpose in God's kingdom and that God wants to give us rest and that he wants us to live a life of resting from our enemies and that is a great comfort and a peace to know. So I pray that today was um, very rewarding in the scriptures that we shared and the statements that we made and 
the uh, declaration of the word and even the prayer. Uh, the Lord wants us to be steadfast in our identity and to never lose heart of how special we are to him as a people. And um, his word so graciously reminds us of that. So always remember that you're chosen, that you're loved, that you're cared for, and that God fights for you. He fights for you in every way. And keep declaring and decreeing the words into your life, the words of the Lord. They're so powerful. And continue to affirm and confirm who you are in Christ. It's very powerful and it stirs up a spirit within us as we remind ourselves. We encourage ourselves with those affirmations. They're all based on scripture. It, it was uh, mostly about the word of the Lord today and dec- dec- decreeing it, declaring it, speaking it, proclaiming it, believing it. And so may you receive these things. Believe it. Don't let doubt and unbelief creep in. Do not allow the enemy cause you to stumble. You are loved. You're blessed and highly favored in the Lord. And so thank you for joining us today at Let Your Sparkle Shine Brightly Outreach. And we hope to see you here again as we uh, continue to encourage each other in the days ahead. And again, this is our series on um, spiritual warfare and Um, deliverance and standing in our authority so blessings to you all shalom and may the grace of the lord be with you